How you doing, Bill? Good. Christian, hey, coach, how you coach, doing? Good. All right. Doing the best we can, I guess, right? That's the way to do, yeah, there you best go. Way to do it. So last week, Bill, we talked about <laughs> uncharacteristic things, things that <laughs> Patriot teams don't do. This week, 14 uh, accepted penalties. Apparently, eight of those were pre-snap. Uh, does that bother you? I mean, I heard you talk about it after the game, and you say, hey, the guys don't want to you know, commit penalties. I, I, I get that. But is there a, a focus issue, especially with the pre-snap penalties? Yeah, you never want to commit any penalties. So we haven't been a heavily penalized team, but we were yesterday. So um, got to correct that. That's not what we want. But when something happens like that, when you're not accustomed to doing it, do you look at it and say, why? And why does it suddenly happen out of nowhere? Um, yeah, well, again, there are different circumstances on each of those plays. <clears throat> but the bottom line is we, we, we can't do that, so. I mean, do you do you, do you, do you, I mean, I guess I watched after I watched the game a second time. Um, I, I looked at it and said, "Well, I didn't feel as bad as I did when I saw it live because those issues should are fixable. It's not like guys were getting whipped, were getting killed, or whiffing on blocks, procedural penalties, like stuff that you go over day one. Does that make the situation feel a little bit better, knowing that you, you can correct this just with a little bit of effort? Well, if we do it, yeah, we got to do it." Do you think that there's anything to penalties like, you know, procedural penalties, like, like one guy has them and then another guy has them? It's almost like it's contagious. Like it just it, – you can't stop it? No. It's not a disease. Well, I know. It's, it's Sometimes it's like, you know, it just, it's just like not your day. I don't know. Well, the other killer too, Bill, was that they came uh, – I don't know if you could get a rhythm into your offense. You seem to move the football. You made some big plays, and then suddenly they're taking the ball back ten yards. I mean, it it seemed to they all seem to happen at the absolute worst time. If there is a good time, yeah, there's no good time for penalties. So, um, yeah, we we just got to work harder to eliminate them. So, Bill, earlier in the week, you're talking about these two wide receivers they had, you know, Juju and Antonio, um, elite guys, I think you called them. And they are. And you guys, you know, pretty much, I think, contained them. I think your secondary played, played great. But did that come with a cost? Were you guys, secondary-wise, you know, did you almost seed the run in a sense to where you had so much, you know, attention to those wide receivers that that's why they ran the ball so effectively? Uh, well, look, they're a good offense. They do they do a lot of things well. They run it well. They throw it well. They have great players and obviously a great quarterback, good scheme. So they give you a lot of problems. Um, so we did what we thought was best, and I think the players you know, competed hard. Um, they made some plays. You know, we made some. They, they made a few more than we did, but I thought it was competitive. A guy like Jalen Samuels, is that a guy that, I mean, there's not that much film on him running style. Does that come into play at all, or is it just running the football period, trying to stop that? Yeah, well, again, it's it's everything that they do. So, you know, they you can stop one thing and be light on something else. So, you know, everybody, look, it's, there's no one guy you got to stop in that offense. you got to stop everybody. And they have a very good offensive line. So um, we just have to coach it and play it better. I thought uh, J.C. Jackson had a really good game for you guys. Um, you know, it seems like they tested him early, had that huge play in the fourth quarter. Um, can you just talk maybe just his growth so far since he's been here? Yeah, J.C. works hard. Uh, he's been out there every day. Um, tough kid. And just keeps getting better. 
So, like any rookie, he he makes mistakes, um, but he corrects them and um, usually doesn't make make the same one repetitively. So, that's a good thing. Can you kind of run down the last few plays? Because listening to Brady this morning, it sounded like he was intent on getting the ball into the end zone, and that probably was what you guys were sending in there, as opposed to moving it, maybe getting somebody to go out of bounds, maybe James White on one play, and getting an opportunity to get closer to the end zone. What was what were you guys doing? Uh, and the, the clock was tight. Obviously, you had very little time. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think they were the way they were configured. I don't think it would have been real easy to get the ball out of bounds. Um, so, uh, you know, we ran plays where we had multiple options on the play and tried to try to take the best play, best option. Um, and possibly if we had hit one of those, you know, down to the five-yard line or something like that, we could have got down there and clocked it early in the drive and had time for one more play. But, you know, after, uh, you know, after a couple of incompletions, then that's really not an option for you anymore. So uh, then you've got to get out of bounds or throw it in the end zone. Um, one of the <clears> better, I guess, uh, special teams plays I've seen in a long period of time uh, with, uh, with the Jonathan Jones, then to Rex Burkhead, Slater avoids it. Um, and then uh, Joe uh, actually ends up downing the ball. I mean, that was that was about as good as you can draw it up. Yeah, it was a great effort by those guys, and um, you know, really good awareness of the goal line, and and um, you know, good good skill to kind of tap the ball uh, back in the field of play without stepping in the end zone, and so forth. So that was a good play. What did you see as far as Pittsburgh? What they did with Rob Gronkowski? So it ran free, looked like down in Miami, but. Um, Spacing wasn't there. The targets weren't there. Just a, a different performance from him. Did they do something differently or something that you saw? Uh, I think Pittsburgh, I mean, they, they kind of do what they do. Um, they mix it up. They uh, they, they doubled them and, um, in some situations. Um, well, they're certain, certainly aware of them. Um, but they they mixed it, you know, they mixed it up. And did they do the same things? I know Josh Gordon was another guy that maybe wasn't as involved as we've seen him in the past. Was it paid a little bit of attention to him? We saw in that touchdown, they had three guys covering him on Hogan's touchdown, but pay, maybe paying more attention yeah, to him. I mean, as well. again, each play is its own, its own play. So there were times when they double covered one of those players. There are times where they double covered both of them. Uh, there are plenty of times when they're in zone or when they're in single coverage. Uh, just depending on what play we happen to have called and I don't know how, how it played out. I know you always talk about. Every year is different, and what people are doing today, including your buddy Mike Lombardi, is they're dipping back to that football life where they had you mic'd up in the uh, sidelines in New Orleans. That team couldn't win on the road. I think they were 2-6 and six on the road, and you were quoted as, uh, as saying, I can't get these guys to do what they want. And a lot of people, including Lombardi, are saying that's what Bill's problem is right now. He can't get these guys to do what they, uh, what they want them to, to, to do. Is this different, Bill, or is this similar to 2009? Oh, yeah, well, it's a lot different from 2009. But, you know, look, we'll see what happens. There's still a lot of football left this year. And, um, you know, I know our guys are very dedicated, uh, work hard. Nobody feels good today, uh, nor should we. And we'll see what we can do do this week. Uh, during the telecast, uh, Tony Romo made a, uh, you know, mentioned that the, the one of the ways to get Gronk involved in the offense is through play action, especially obviously off the run, because defense is doing a, such a good job covering him, uh, doubling him. Do you feel like that's accurate as far as like 
you know, that's the way you're morphing into getting him the ball is really establishing the run first in order to run some play action, those linebackers committing and getting them freed up? Yeah, well, uh, of course, the, the play actions go with a running game, so those those type of plays complement each other. Um, again, we don't necessarily call pass plays unless it's a screen play to throw the ball to one particular player, so depends on how they react to a play and who's going where and what the options are for the quarterback. Tom makes great decisions on where to go with the ball, so, um, so yeah, I mean, the running game, Certainly is complemented by a play action pa- passing game and vice versa. Well, I was just wondering, Tom Brady, you know, you mentioned him in, in the last couple of weeks, kind of uncharacteristic things. End of the first half at Miami, the, end, the touchdown, the end zone, uh, the interception rather than the red zone. We, we were talking before, like, is there a fine line between, because you know, the fact that he's there every single week is one of the great things of Tom Brady, but is there a fine line of maybe avoiding contact, you know, and, st- and still kind of finishing plays or not giving up on plays? Uh, I'm not following you. I mean, rather than take sacks or take hits, it just—it seems like he's been off balance and making throws. Like that last play, he was almost to the ground and didn't seem like anybody was about to hit him. It just seems like he's being overly cautious in that pocket. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't think anybody's made better decisions than, than Tom Brady has in the last uh, 19 years or 18 years, whatever it's been. So um, – he sees the field well. Uh, he does a great job with our offense and is a great decision maker. Um, in a game like yesterday, uh, all of us that participated in the game, players, coaches, um, there's a handful of plays we'd all like to have back. Um, I have them. I'm sure Tom has them. I'm sure every other player that, that participated feels the same way. So um, that's that's what happens in a game like that. There's always one or two that you, you know, wish you could have done a little bit differently. And uh, like I said, I feel that way, and everybody else does too. So you just talked about guys not feeling good here today. The good news is you got another game you get to play next uh, Sunday. By the way, another pretty good defensive team. So do you have to spend more time on this, Bill? Uh, Or can you convince players to do what you always seem to do, and that's we're on to Buffalo? Oh, we'll be on to Buffalo. Yeah, we'll we'll be on them. probably within an hour or so since we finish up with Pittsburgh. Yep. But you don't have you don't have trouble trying to get guys to forget something like that cuz you want them to forget it I would think, right? Or or don't you? Well, I mean, I think we all want to learn from our mistakes and you know there'll be things that will come up in this game that came up last week. Uh, there always are. There'll be plenty of things that are new because it's a different team and different players and so forth, but there'll be some uh carryover in certain areas. There'll be a play a scheme or a technique or a situation so we always want to try to learn from that's why we watch the film so we can learn from things that happen and if they happen again uh, and it could be copycatted by the next opponent they could do something that the team before did because it worked if you don't correct it it'll probably work again so uh, that's why it's important to do the corrections and make sure everybody understands the situations and so forth um, but once that's over, then you move on to the your new opponent and start getting ready for them. See, I think I would, um, I think I would take the, the glasses half full approach based on, <laughs> well, just you know the fir- the Miami game was really a, just a almost like a once in a lifetime type of thing, but after watching <laughs> this film, I just I guess I would be optimistic, knowing that 
uh, we're better than that. We're better than what we put uh, that product that we put out in the field, and you know, we still have a, a lot of opportunities to show it. All right, there's still so many things. Like last week, you mentioned how like nobody died, and you still have all your goals in front of you. So I, I, I guess is it, it are they optimistic? Are they feeling sorry for themselves, or is it still you know onward and you know let's reach our goals? Yeah, absolutely. That's what it is. There's nothing to feel sorry about. I mean, we're we are where we are because of what we did or didn't do. Um, and our opportunity this week is against Buffalo, and that's all we can control, and that's what we're going to start to work on. We were just saying, talking about it. And I guess you can look at any TV nationally. You know, they're always questioning the Pats, you know, you guys right now, because it was so accustomed to, I think, 12-4, and 13-3, and three, back-to-back losses in December, I think the first time since Christian played, I think 2002. So it does seem odd, I think, for most people outside looking at this team at 9-5 and five right now, two losses in December. Does it feel different for you? It's been so long since you've lost two in December this time of year. Yeah, uh, right now I'm really just thinking about Buffalo and do the best I can to get our team ready to go on Sunday against them. What happened last week or two weeks ago or in, in 2002, I don't think really what happened in 2002 has much bearing on this week's again. With uh, all due respect. You know, Josh Allen, speaking of Buffalo, uh, didn't see him in the first game. Uh, did you guys – you know, take a look at him at all during the drafting process to get some information on him. He's running a lot. I don't know if he's a, I guess, your prototypical running quarterback, but <laughs> the yards are there. Um, what do you see in him um, so far with the tape you've looked at? Well, we saw him. He, we knew uh, he was declared out of our game, but we saw him in other games uh, as we prepared for Buffalo and the rest of the team. So, um, yeah, very athletic guy. Can make all the throws. Has an excellent arm and um, very mobile in the pocket. Um, and they're they're different than they were uh, eight weeks ago or whenever it was six weeks ago whenever we played them. Um, different receivers, and uh, he's you know he's done a great job of coming in and kind of changing the um, type of offense that they you know ran when we saw um, you know when they were in the quarterback you know period that we saw prior to our game and in our game. Uh, now it's I'd say a much. Um, more scrambles, more loose plays, uh, more deep balls, uh, and still a good, solid running game. So they've been very explosive offensively. Put a lot of pressure on a quarterback too, don't they? Well, they're a good defense. Uh, they run the, the Carolina system, as we know, and uh, Coach McDermott does a great job with that, and, and he always has. And we've, you know, We always have trouble with Buffalo because they're so – well-schooled, um, they're very fundamentally sound. They make you earn everything, and, and they mix it up on with a lot of different types of uh, coverages, man, zone, combination, man, and zone, split safety, post safety, um, pressure, pressure from the corner, the secondary, pressure from the linebackers. So they, they give you a lot of different looks, and um, but do it well, and it complements each other. So you know, we'll have to, everybody will have to be on their toes this week. All right, so we're going to wrap things up with our play-slash-drive of the week. Uh, Coach, what do you think was the best uh, play or drive of the of this game? It can be a special teams play. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a good play. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a good play. The, um, you know, uh, John made a great uh, made a great play to you know get up off the ground and, and have the presence to obviously jump in the field of play to keep the ball alive and get all the way back. And, you know, Rex did the same thing. He was able to to leave his feet in the field to play, but but get it, get the ball back um, to where it could be down. So, um, yeah, that was 
That was an excellent play. Okay. All right, so that was our drive of the week. Uh, that was brought to you by the Boston area Mercedes-Benz dealers. Our conversation with the coach brought to you by Putnam Investments. Putnam Investments and the New England Patriots, proud partners committed to an active game plan on and off the field. All right, Bill, good luck next week against Buffalo. All right, sounds good. Thanks. Right. See you next week. Look, coach. You got it. Bill Belichick right here on OMF.